KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning. I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, October 20th. The upcoming school board elections are causing controversy. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. A new Sandag report released yesterday found the majority of juvenile arrestees report using illicit drugs. The report examined drug use among detained youth in 2021. Some of the findings from the report include 95% of the youth interviewed reported ever trying an illicit substance, and about three in five youth interviewed in detention tested positive for at least one drug. Illicit drugs include alcohol, tobacco, marijuana, powder cocaine, meth, and more. People in government offices, businesses, and schools throughout San Diego County today will stop everything for a minute to drop cover and hold on during a statewide earthquake preparedness drill. The 2022 Great California Shakeout will happen at 1020 this morning. The annual drill is an opportunity to learn and practice safety during an earthquake and to be aware of potential hazards after one. You can register at shakeout.org California. The Padres beat the Philadelphia Phillies 8-5 in yesterday's Game 2 of the National League Championship Series. The game was a nail-biter for fans who managed to make it in for the midday game. The Padres are heading to Philadelphia for the next three games of the series on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The November election will have a significant focus on local school board races. Although candidates for those campaigns have usually been listed at the bottom of the ballot, KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez tells us the ongoing pandemic continues to fuel high emotions and interest in how school districts are run. Well, I'll speak quickly. I've listened to all these woke. Well, I'm sorry it's not okay. It came fast and furious. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. 
Those are voices from school board meetings in San Diego County at different times during the COVID pandemic of the past two and a half years. Hostility and hatred directed at those elected board members whose job is running school districts and spending taxpayer dollars. This is from a board meeting in May in the San Diego Union High School District. I want the money of the district to be spent wisely. I'm a lawyer. It's my time. Do you want to spend that? Then there's this from a meeting of the Sweetwater Union High School District in 2020. You want to fight? You want a war? We're coming and we're not going to take it and we're not going to stand for it. Parents and teachers and community members have shown up like never before to blame and berate school board members about everything from mask mandates and vaccination requirements to critical race theory and LGBTQ representation. If we don't start from an established set of facts, then it makes it very difficult to have any conversation beyond that. Evan Crawford is a political scientist at the University of San Diego. He studies trends in school boards across the country. Most of the job is what we would probably all still agree is nonpartisan. We have a certain budget that we have. Are we going to construct a school here? Are we going, you know, we got to set the bus routes. We're hiring personnel. There are more than 13,000 school boards in the U.S., 1,000 of them here in California alone. They are supposed to be nonpartisan solving very localized problems. But COVID created universal chaos in education, along with deep-rooted political lines, which means your ballot for the November election has candidates with big party support, even if there is no capital R or D next to their name. For whom is it worth it? Now, if it's becoming a partisan issue, we have to wonder maybe strong Republicans or Democrats who have these passionate kind of partisan feelings and now see the school board as a partisan body, that might be now be attractive to them. It's a hidden giant and so many opportunities to get people in to have some say in their local school boards. Sean Steele is a lifelong Republican. He chairs the California Republican Party and is the state representative on the Republican National Committee. He has been at work recruiting and training candidates for school boards in a program called Parent Revolt. I don't care how much experience they have. If they are parents uh, and and they love their kids and they're reasonable, I would support them. And that's including non-Republicans. I would tell students in San Diego and across the country that your voice matters. You can make a difference. Shiva Raj Bandari is on the other side of the aisle and a couple of states away. He is 18 years old, a high school senior, and in September he was elected to the Boise, Idaho School Board, defeating an established incumbent candidate who accepted the endorsement of a local far-right paramilitary group known as the Idaho Liberty Dogs. The only way is to put our foot down and say, no, enough. That extremism has no place here. Everyone is welcome to participate in decision making regarding our schools, but hate and violence have no place in Boise and and anywhere else in the country. Shiva's historic election is one solution to the unfolding political problem that is gripping school boards everywhere. It also provides a teachable moment. That lesson will not go quietly. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. San Diego voters are being asked to fill two vacancies in the San Diego Superior Court system. KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen says there is a resource that can help. 
Since 1978, the San Diego County Bar Association has been evaluating judicial candidates. Races for judge often have little public information, leaving many voters at a loss for which candidate to support. The Bar Association does confidential interviews with the candidates and rates them based on their qualifications. Association President David Myshock says the criteria include impartiality. Compassion and understanding, the decisiveness of the person their knowledge of the law, their professional reputation, all factors that go into who is it that if you had to walk in a courtroom, you would want to be judging your case. You can find the Bar Association's judicial evaluations at sdcba.org. Andrew Bowen, KPBS News. California utility regulators are mulling a rate hike request from SDG&E. The utility is seeking to increase rates starting next year. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. A regulatory filing submitted by the San Diego Utility asks the California Public Utilities Commission to raise the cost of delivering electricity by about 8 percent. Local gas rates would jump by just under 6 percent. It's unclear how the rate hike request will impact local power aggregators, which are buying power for tens of thousands of customers in San Diego County. SDG&E's Scott Kreider told city officials this week that will likely be figured out next year. Once San Diego Community Power determines its rates uh, you know, for next year, if there's any change, um, then we can do a full bill forecast. But we wanted to make sure that we were uh, sharing what what the delivery rates are going to be for you know for SDG&E. SDG&E has already filed for a nine percent rate hike in 2024. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. Coming up, a 1960s horror film will be screening on 16 millimeter in San Diego. We'll have that story and more just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The city of Lemon Grove honored a pioneer of broadcasting, William Tayati Howard, yesterday with a tree planting ceremony. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado has the story. 
During his 50 years as a radio personality in San Diego, Tayati Howard's smooth voice reached far beyond the county. He played a pivotal role in getting black music on the airwaves, but he had to broadcast from Tijuana to get his own voice heard and black music played. It's always been a mission of never give up. When I came to San Diego in 1970, I couldn't get a job outside of the military, so I didn't give up. And I think what happened was over 50 years of broadcasting at eight different radio stations, one TV station here in San Diego, they got the message. Howard raised nearly $2 million for nonprofits and mentored dozens of youth. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. In 1968, George Romero's Night of the Living Dead revolutionized horror by defining the modern zombie and placing the genre in a modern context where social commentary could be made. Tomorrow, Digital Gym Cinema will pay tribute to the film with a 16mm screening. KPBS arts reporter Beth Accomando spoke with Michael Aguirre of See It On 16mm about what it takes to tour the state with a projector and 16mm print of the Romero classic. So, Michael, you have a very exciting project that you're working on. You are touring around with a 16-millimeter print of George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. So how did this all start? I run this, I guess, a company at this point. Um, it's called See It on 16 Millimeter. Basically, I am bringing film to places and theaters that aren't set up for film, which is quite a lot of theaters these days. The Night of the Living Dead tour, I am taking to, I think, four locations now. It was a print that I've had for a long time. I bought it. It was actually the first print I ever bought uh, with the hopes of, hey, someday I want to show this for a crowd, but just never really got around to it until now. This is my first time taking the print out on tour. It's an original. It is a great movie. <laughs> and people, I know people have seen the cleaned up Criterion version and stuff like that. But like to see it on film on the way that everybody else first saw it, I thought would be a great thing to tour around, especially during the month of October with Halloween and everything. Now, for some people who are young and don't experience films in theater, and if they do, not on film very often... What is the allure or the romance or the magic of seeing a film on film? So I'll start off by saying it's not perfect. So if you're, if you're into perfection, if you're into crisp, clear, stick to digital. But if you're, if you're into analog and an imperfectness about it, there is a great allure to it. Uh, film is has a history to the prints. Um, you know, many audiences have seen these prior to when it became my property at this point. And you see scratches sometimes, you see skips, you see splices, which are little tears in the film that you have to repair back. So I compare it to like listening to a record, like an original record. There's hiss, there's pops, it's not perfect. But that experience of seeing it on film, on the big screen, it's a magical feeling that you really cannot get anywhere else these days. I truly believe that it's a special event anytime that film is able to be projected onto a big screen. Now for this particular film, Night of the Living Dead, it's 
history makes it even more appropriate to be screened on 16 millimeter because this was a very independent film made by George Romero way outside of Hollywood in Pittsburgh. So give us a little background on this and, and why it's a film that you want to bring around and show people. Absolutely. It's it's Pittsburgh's first movie, I believe. And it was actually shot on 16 millimeter on a bunch of news equipment. Um, yeah, it was not shot on, on 35 like most big Hollywood motion pictures. It was 16 millimeter. So just to be able to see the film on the correct format that it was actually shot on and not blown up to a bigger picture, I think is truly magical. And I wanted to share that magic of that movie with people again and especially just like i said on, on w watching it on 16 is just truly a special event it's magical <laughs> so you're going to be screening this at digital gym cinema here in san diego so what can people expect because you're also going to bring some trailers and and you have to set up your own projector and everything too yeah, so actually for this event, I had to source a very rare lens from Holland in order to fit the theater because there's such a short throw in the theater, but I got the lens and the lens is perfect for the theater. It will be filling the entire screen inside Digital Gym Cinema. We are going to be running it. I think we're just going to do one projector because of space, but there will be quick... 20 second changeover i can change the film out pretty quick but there is also a trailer show before that i have queued up a bunch of uh i would say like october themed type of trailers to get everybody kind of amped up and excited for the for the feature and maybe some snack ads and stuff like that from drive-ins That was Michael Aguirre of See It on 16mm speaking with KPBS arts reporter Beth Accomando. He will be screening Night of the Living Dead on 16mm tomorrow night at Digital Gym Cinema. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great day.